Hi everyone, my name is Josh, my co-host is Nathan, and we have the privilege of being the hosts here on the BFA Life podcast. We're both alumni. Uh, I graduated in 2009, Nathan graduated in 07, and we just love telling these stories, and today we have the privilege of introducing to you two more of our students, their sisters, uh, Emma and Micah are their names, and they have been at BFA for how many years now, guys? Um, this is our second year here. Second year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you're both juniors, correct? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so we just want to kind of get to know you guys. We want to hear your story um, and kind of hear what it's like for you guys here at BFA. Um, so I don't know which of you wants to go first, Emma or Micah. Kind of tell us the backstory, how it came to be that you actually came to BFA. You want to say how your partner Yeah, so I found out about BFA because I've had... Um, different friends come here and I was like oh that would be really cool to um, go to like an American high school because at the time me and Emma were doing online school and so um, we had been away from people society just all people <laughs> yeah. Basically. I, I get it I, I did internet school too mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. rough yeah <laughs> totally um, so yeah we talked to our parents about it well, the funny part is, like, our dad, when we were younger, he would always joke and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to send you guys to boarding school. <laughs> and he would tell us that he would have a party once we left, and he would, like, joke around about it. <laughs> and then I was always like, I'm never leaving home. That's, like, some kind of sense of humor for yeah. your dad. Yeah, he's kind of funny. Where <laughs> Love were, you, Dad. <laughs> where were you guys living? Where were um, we? we were living in Arezzo, Italy. Okay. Yeah. Some northern... Yeah, part. Okay. an hour away from Florence. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how long were you doing internet school then? Was it like years? Like your whole education has been internet school before now? or? I mean, we went to national schools. Okay. Um, and then we transferred um, freshman year. I started online school in eighth grade. And then I did eighth grade and freshman year online. and then, But all the way to seventh grade, I did an Italian public school. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was similar for you, too? Yeah. Okay. Cool. And so, um, just a little bit before we keep going, um, you're older than Emma. Micah's older than Emma, right? No. No? Are you twins? Like, what's going on? You're in the same year. We're 18 months apart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's a little older than me. Okay. (laughs) Not that much, though. Just say you're twins. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell us your experience in, in Italian public school. Yeah. I've, I've had friends that have gone through it and it's, it's kind of a mixed, well. it's kind of a mixed bag. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess my experience in it, in elementary school, it was really, really, really good. Okay. Like my class was like a huge family and I was really, really close to them. And then middle school was a really like rough <laughs> cause we moved to another place. We used to live in Naples and then we moved to Arezzo. And that's when I started first and second, no, well, sixth and seventh grade. Hmm. And yeah, it was a lot more rough. The people were a lot more closed and it was not cool to be American. (laughs) It wasn't like Hmm. cool to be different. And so it was a little more rough those two years, but you know, we made it through. So that was Hmm. my experience at least. Yeah. Um, I went to middle school in Naples, I got to go for a year there before we moved. 
And so that was interesting because um, I went with the people I grew up with. And so it was good to have um, some background friendships at school. But then moving to Arezzo, that was hard because I had to, like, make new friendships. And me and Emma were in two different, like, class sections. Hmm. Um, so I, like, never saw her at school or anything? Yeah, no. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, family, what, uh, do you have any more siblings? Um, what are, what's their situation right now? Yeah, well, we have two younger siblings and they're 18 months apart too. So that's kind of cool. 17. Oh, 17, 17 months okay. apart. <laughs> um, yeah. So they go to, um, an Italian public school. Um, my youngest brother, he's in fifth grade. Benjamin. And he's 10. Yeah. Okay. And my sister, um, she goes to sixth grade in an Italian public school. And her name is Alessia. And she's 12? Yeah, she's 12. Shout out to Ben and Alyssa. Shout out to if you're listening. Shout out to my siblings. <laughs> Nathan, did you ever go to Italian school? No, I went to a bilingual. Okay. I went to a bilingual school. Yeah. Cool. So Nathan and I actually both used yeah. to be missionary kids in Italy as well. Yeah. No. So all four yeah. of us. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All four of us in the room right now. Um, and then there's that awkward moment where you're like, should we start speaking Italian? No. Probably si, not. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I never oh, went to no. Italian. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I never went to Italian school. Mm. I did internet school. Oof. Um, and yeah. Oof. oof. Shudders. Uh-uh. Shudders. Um, so, and you guys were like, we need to go to BFA. Did you kind of come to your parents? Like, hey, there's the school. Did you kind of push it? Or did they say, hey, look, we found the school. Well, what happened was basically Micah knew about the school more than I did. Okay. And I really had no idea what it, what it BFA was, honestly. And then she was talking to my parents about it. And then, of course, I was like, no, I'm ready to leave, too. And so then we both applied and then we both got in and then my parents were like sad about it, but they knew that this was also the best option mm-hmm. to like prepare us for like college if we end up going to the States. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I kind me personally, I did not know what I was getting myself into. I was just kind of following Micah and yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> There's nothing so. wrong with that. <laughs> cool. What was, how did, how did you stumble across BFA? I guess you, you mentioned that you had friends that came here yeah yeah i've had several friends that okay. graduated from bfa and um and through the imb too okay a lot of people okay um talk about bfa mm-hmm. yeah what was your what was your reaction getting here like was it i guess hearing hearing a lot from the student side and kind of the like the rumbling of everything but your own experience on the ground is it what you expected is it something that was kind of different because every every year here changes too Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah um i mean i set really high expectations on a lot of things and so it wasn't what i expected um it was really hard at first getting like situated and making new friendships uh but that's like in any place it's going to be hard um but yeah i wouldn't have changed it for anything like I love the friendships I've made um just everyone's so welcoming and so loving here yeah so Mm. yeah 
What about you, Emma? Me? Well, like I said, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So I just kind of got here and I was like, wow, there's so many people that like speak the same language as me and actually like maybe want to be my friend. And I probably have stuff in common with them. So it was really, especially living in a dorm, it was so mm-hmm. much fun. Like I think my year went, like my first year of in a different kind of setting at school was really good and really growing for me because I was around people who helped me grow as a person and then I just kind of grew into more of who I am right now so Hmm. so dorm life you just mentioned the dorm (laughs) um you guys in the same dorm? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? We're yeah. neighbors. Okay. Neighbors? Yeah, cool. You're not roommates, is that? No. Is that intentionally <laughs> requested? Is that, okay. No, never. <laughs> okay. Sanity and space. Yeah. yeah. That's cool that you kind of had each other coming into the dorm, both mm-hmm. new at the same time, the same year. Um, but was that, that was also a smooth transition or not so much? Or well, was that? that was a lot different. So, yeah, m- me and Micah both lived in Palm our first year at BFA. And then this year we got moved upstairs to Maug. Mm-hmm. And so we've lived in two different dorms both years that we've been here. Um, mm. I two years of transition. Yeah, two years wow. of different transitions. But I think overall living in a dorm is really fun. You always have people around you, but it's like a different kind of friendship with people. Like it's always like you always have people looking after you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a family away from your family. How are your parents seeing you change as you guys come back for breaks and things what how have they handled this part that's a good that's a good question they're they're letting their <laughs> their teenage two teenage daughters leave a lot earlier than more normal yeah would as far as college and things but and that's a that's a leap of faith for them too how uh-huh. they kind of mm-hmm. work through that um well we come back really tired sure <laughs> yeah. so yeah i think they see lots of independence and growth and maturity and just the way that we have to grow up on our own <laughs> yeah um i don't know i think a lot of the times with like stress and stuff too or little issues that come up um them seeing us figure it out kind of on our own is like kind of showing them that we are like getting older in some ways and that we're starting to figure out how life works and so i think that's also how they've seen us grow and just the way that we act and how we like take responsibility for things so yeah and i think you also learn to appreciate your parents more um yeah i think me and emma both um grown closer to our parents being away to the like being Mm -hmm. away from them yeah for sure Mm -hmm. um just because we have to communicate with them it needs to be a both way thing i feel like we just rely on them like they rely on us more now that it's like we live in different places because we rely on them to like you know keep in contact and they rely Mm -hmm. on us to like call them and i think even through that like at least like my relationship with god has gotten like more like stronger like because i've had to learn how to rely on him more than i rely on other people Mm. because in some ways you are more responsible for yourself here Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah that's good yeah so you guys are both juniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are, you mentioned before, the possibility of going back to the States. Um, that's not always the case, especially as we kind of push mm-hmm. push people to consider other options. What's 
what's in the future you're shaking your head it's okay i i mean i'm going to the state yeah sure. <laughs> i'm going to college <laughs> okay is that a like intentionally wanting to is that or what's yeah yeah okay. i i really want to go back to okay. the states and get like the american experience okay and, yeah when's the last time you lived there um i mean we went there for a vacation last summer Okay. We've never lived there. Never lived there. Ever. The longest okay. we've been there is six months. Okay. Oh, wow. Hmm. wow. But yeah, I feel like our, me and Micah are very different in what we want to do with after. Okay. Um, what about you? I guess <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but my dream is to like go to Australia and kind of live there and figure things out. And yeah, but the Why chances Australia? of Australia? I have no idea, actually. Okay. I think their accents are really cool. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think, that, I think that. They just seem really, like, open and nice, and I feel like I would fit in. Not because I'm nice, but, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. just because I feel like, I don't know, I've always wanted to move there, so. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to do it. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I think it's a lot of the things you've been saying, Nathan and I can relate with, and anybody that's listening who went to BFA um, might have had a similar experience where, you're out of the house. Um, you feel like you are so much more prepped for life after BFA, having gone through BFA. Hmm. You know, like when I got to college, my roommate was visibly shaking because he was so nervous to meet his roommate because <laughs> he was moving out of the house that day, oh. you know, and I had already been out of the house for three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And had this confidence that I didn't know I had that I'd gained in the boarding program here, you know, just like figuring, like you said, figuring issues out yourself and learning how to have a relationship with your parents long distance and all those things. So it's really good that you're already like noticing that Mm -hmm. that's really going to prepare you well. Um, what, what are things? Um, well, no, I'll phrase it this way. I think we have a couple of artists in the room. Um, we have <laughs> my sister, Michael Worthy. <laughs> so we artist, have some artists formerly known as. Yeah, we have. Uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about how those things have kind of. Were those interests because I know you do music and you do art <laughs> and um, were those interests before BFA? Is Has it been a place here where you've been able to like work on those things? Like, how has that been? Tell us about your art. Yeah. Tell us about your art. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, there are some great art courses here at BFA. No, we want to hear about your art, though. (laughs) Like, your art. What do I say about my art? We don't have to. Okay. Just, yeah. Tell us, tell us how, (laughs) it's fine. Tell us how, how that same vein of, like, the art program and how you've benefited from that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so um, uh, the art program here at BFA is um, it's really good, and I've been able to experiment with different mediums of art and just express myself through paint. <laughs> through paint. <laughs> Solid. <Awesome. laughs> Solid. Paint. Solid answer. I love it. <laughs> Emma, you wrote... A song that you performed at JSB, <laughs> which is absolutely awesome. It was yeah. really good. 
Um, highlight of the night. Yeah. Sure. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> but I was telling I was telling Josh that we should try and convince you to to play it for us here, but I won't put you on the spot. Um, oh. Yeah, it's. I mean, if you if you really want to, you can. But. Yeah. Has how has like your life here fed into your creativity and and writing music? Because I know you write a lot of music and you're on worship team and all these things. Yeah. I don't know if you had anything to say about about that. Wow. I guess I'm still like testing the waters if I should like label myself a musician or not, but <laughs> you're a musician. You've already done. Like that. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I do. I do write a lot of music. Um, this year, especially, I feel like I've relied on it through struggles and through like, I guess kind of connecting with, this can sound really cheesy, but with like myself and just kind of understanding what I'm feeling. And yeah, so mm-hmm. I write a lot of music about just things that I think need to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know really what to say about yeah. it. And it's a, it's a great medium to do that. And I love seeing like on social media and things, people be so supportive of you and like. Yeah, that's actually so incredible to me. Yeah. I like made an Instagram page with my like clips of my songs just because I wanted to, I don't know, just like do it for fun. And then the amount of support that I've gotten from my friends, that's, like, incredible. Yeah. Like, it's something that I, I don't know, I'm, like, extremely thankful for. hmm And it's, like, just amazing, so. It's indicative of the community here, I think. Um, yeah, it's really awesome. To ha- kind of have that safe space to, like, be that vulnerable and uh-huh. then have everybody be like, Emma, you're awesome. <laughs> 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 but really, like, encourage you and, and give constructive criticism and all that. That's really awesome. Incredible. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about, Nathan? I don't know. What do you guys <laughs> want to talk about? Is there, is there anything that's kind of on your heart? What shaped you throughout the year or friendships that were unexpected or oh, I have, things that okay. you ran into? Go for it. Definitely be open to unexpected friendships. Oh, yeah. Like, there are people that I am friends with that, like, I would have never expected that I would be friends with, but they're so important to me. Yeah. Like, and I, yeah, so just always keep an open mind for unexpected friendships mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's where you're going to grow the most in your personal life, but also with how you connect with people and how you see God through other people. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I met one of my closest friends on the Eiffel Tower during our uh, <laughs> our junior um, trip. So that's kind of interesting. Well, <laughs> no. Do you care to expound upon that? <laughs> how, how many people can say that? <laughs> um, I have a question. It's kind of out of the blue, but I think it's a good question. And I I attribute this question to Mr. Harrison Elkins. Um, it's a really good question. What is something that people misunderstand about you the most? That's a good question. Hmm. Or what do you feel like you're misunderstood about the most maybe when people like associate you with being from the country you are um like a lot of people think we're italians because we've lived our whole life in italy but we were born in america so we're not italians we just live in italy or we just live in germany we're not germans (laughs) We just lived a third culture experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the token 
TCK bit where you're mm-hmm. when you're in America you feel Italian and when you're in Italy they know you're an outsider and inside you kind of know you're an outsider but you don't really fit in either one and now you're a fourth culture kid fifth culture kid <laughs> yeah I think you're in good company here Mike. yeah you are mm-hmm. <laughs> huh I'm trying to think I think sometimes when I am not super supportive of myself and of my music, I think people think that I, like, I don't know, that's my way of, like, trying to get compliments or Mm. stuff, Mm -hmm. which is, like, really not. It's just I'm very, like, private about it, and I really, Mm -hmm. it's something really vulnerable about me. And so I guess, yeah, maybe that. Okay. Well, um, Micah, Emma... You guys are just walking bundles of joy around this campus. We love um, that you're here. Um, we're glad that this is a place where you guys can grow and flourish as people and in your walks with God and um, and mature. And um, Yeah, we're just really happy to hear that it's been a generally positive experience for you guys and you guys are being prepared for, for life um, after you exit these walls um i'm glad we have another year with you guys yeah yeah we get to go to rome next year that'll be good. Uh, yeah that'll be a lot of fun. rome trip next year that's gonna be awesome yeah but um thanks for taking the time yeah. out of your study hall to come yeah, and, really. <laughs> and sit yeah, and talk to us um we really appreciate it normally you would be studying for exams during this time yeah exactly right? of course of course absolutely only Cool. Very good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I want to point out right away that one of the girls that you just got to know, Emma, actually provided the music for this episode. Um, man, it's so awesome and a privilege just to see the amount of talent and the amount of... Um, just ability that these students have and just to watch them grow and flourish in their craft or in their uh, passions is a really cool thing to see so it's awesome that we can have them in and that we can record their music to accompany their podcast Um, so thanks emma if you're listening to this which i hope you are uh you did a great job something that i have been thinking about as we've been recording these episodes and actually just growing up as a TCK um, is this concept of everybody understands each other here at this school because nobody understands each other. And so as we've, so we've recorded several of these student features um, and our listeners will get to hear them in the coming weeks and months. But there's just a common trend of our lives are completely different but we all say the same thing about our lives mm-hmm. and it was cool to listen to the worthies yeah kind of express that i think there's a an understanding that you walk into when you when you meet and you ask somebody who is a, a tck or whatnot where they're from or what they're doing you kind of expect this crazy answer and you just take it in stride and you learn how to kind of accept this crazy web of story that you just kind of you learn to be okay with 
not wrapping your brain around it rather than like oh you lived in taiwan tell me all about that and like well that was one step of seven yeah that you can't like you can't dive into it and so you're just like oh i in the case of the of emma and micah where it's they're born in the states lived in two or three different places and now they're going to school in germany in a bubble of western north american missionary culture yeah and then one wants to go to one end of the earth and the other wants to go to the other end of the earth yeah yeah and it's just going to grow from there and you just kind of sit there and you say oh that's a really cool story and you dig into it where you can but mm-hmm. being okay with that tension yeah is i've heard it described <laughs> i've heard it described to coming to bfa this is my experience as well but i've talked to other students where they say ah oh, arriving here it was like I had a clean slate. Like I could just be who I am mm-hmm. because because I'm bringing all of these these past experiences and this whole history with me. And mm-hmm. everybody has the same complicated mm-hmm. history, even though they're all completely different. Um, it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird dichotomy because you have a clean slate, but your bags are full if mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. and in some know. in some respects you want to you want to offload that or share it but i i felt this in college where you kind of have five or six different versions of your history they're all true but you kind of test the waters mm-hmm. of when somebody says oh where are you from and i i even had a version of well, right, right now I'm living in Michigan, and like that, that was it. That was all I yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. And then it was one of those like, oh, cool. Where did you, where did you grow up? And I'm like, well, I, I lived in Europe <sighs> you for, take a, for a part a of my deep life. Breath. And then, and then maybe they say like, oh, that's cool, and that's where the conversation ends. But then, yeah. then you find that 20% of people or whatever that say, oh, interesting. I spent some time in Europe or went there or know about it or whatever. Where did you go? And then you kind of dig deeper, but you. Uh-huh. You test the waters because otherwise it's like, so where are you from? Well, let me tell you my 20-year history lesson of where yeah. I came from. And then they, their eyes just kind of glaze over. And you you have to learn, and I, and I want to be very careful how I say this. They are coming from a history that is probably just as complicated. And they're not dumping all of their history on you. And so you need to learn, these students need to learn as they graduate and as they explain things, they have to give people time to kind of take it in pieces because it's a lot and mm-hmm. you you have to do that. It's a life skill, really, because mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. They're not saying like, well, I went to elementary school here and middle school here and then I had this problem with my friend in high school and then I went this place. And like they, They're not doing that. Yeah. But we do that because that's kind of, how tck's meet they kind of compare passport lists <laughs> and you find uh-huh. out that you have five mutual friends and that's it I don't, yeah. I don't know i'd love to hear if anybody's listening and they uh, it's amazing to me to h- hear stories of tck's or mk's that have lived a long time in their adult lives and never actually processed things you know yeah um there's a lot of great resources out there, um, and we love to share stories and dialogue with you guys about um, 
either if you went to BFA or if you went to a school like BFA, um, we're open to that conversation. We'd love to have you write to us. Um, we'd love to write back and forth. Um, yeah. If you want to be featured on the podcast, if you're, if you're stateside or in Canada or anywhere else for that matter, um, anywhere that has a phone. Yeah. We'd love to, we'd love to talk to you if you want to share your story, whether you're a recent grad or, or graduated back in yeah. 1956 we'd talk to you too <laughs> yeah i think that would be incredible um one of the resources for mks and tck's that comes to mind is michellephoenix.com michelle is uh, an alumna of bfa she came back to teach here for a long time um actually during the time when i was a student um and she has dedicated her life her ministry to TCK and MK care. So she's written curriculum. She's written several fiction books based on her experiences or experiences of others living cross-culturally. And she has a website and she's also started an incredible project called the MK Harbor Project, um, where there are hubs all around North America where missionary kids coming to the States, whether it's for college or moving back to the United States for any reason, they can get plugged in and get support um, for just processing through that transition period. And so um, if you need or if you know somebody who needs these resources, um, go to michellephoenix.com. You can also write to us. Um, We're always available to connect you with people and resources. Um, We're happy to do that. So I would be remiss if I did not mention Suzanne Michaels. Uh, the other day she mentioned that she was listening into the podcast and really benefiting from it and was just really, really encouraging, really uh, a great uh, encouragement to me. So thanks, Suzanne. Um, I have a shout out. Actually, okay. I have two shout outs. What is it? One is to Heather Brown who is both a former staff member here and is continuing to work for Teach Beyond in their mobilization, leading their mobilization. Um, Thanks for listening. Always good to hear from you. Um, I also have one for Jeff Cagwin, who does member care here in Condren for Teach Beyond. Uh, He is a self-proclaimed podcast junkie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Thank you for your words of encouragement. They mean a lot. You guys are great. We love seeing your kids around campus. They're they're a lot of fun. From both Josh and myself, thank you so much for listening. We're excited to share what BFA is all about, what these students are all about. For those of you who have cared for an MK who has uh, come home or has gone somewhere else, thank you for what you do. We are excited for the heart of the global church being supporting piece in the work that we are doing.